0: hi there megan thompson with megan thompson coaching and if you're parenting a sensitive kid and having a hard time being playful with them or connecting emotionally then listen up we're going to talk all about why and what to do about it hello and welcome to how to parent your highly sensitive child like a ninja and help your child express their needs safely without punishments, yelling, or coddling. If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. So if you are parenting a child who is stuck in the meltdown or shutdown or refusal cycle, then it is so important that we pay attention to the the significant issues that you're dealing with as a result of that cycle. And one of those is the the difficulty in being able to be playful, right? Now, when your mind and body is exhausted, it's very hard to switch into fun and play and enjoy the time that you do have with your child. And this is actually a symptom of what I call the meltdown cycle. The meltdown cycle is a daily, multiple times a day or multiple times a week, meltdowns, shutdowns, refusals, emotional intensity that is not typical for a child uh, in their normal development. So what do I mean by normal? What I mean by normal is that there's a range, a developmentally appropriate range for children to express their emotions safely in a way where they know and they show that they are in control of their emotions and I want to talk about what that is not because it's a lot easier to decide whether or not your child feels or is in control of their emotions and uh, demonstrates that they're in control of their emotions by taking a look at what that looks like to be to to lack control So when you lack control of your emotions you are typically frustrated more often, irritable more often, anxious more often than happy. So what do I mean by that? It might mean that your child still expresses positive emotion, happiness, curiosity, um, uh, excitement. However their emotions are typically in the more extreme realm and you and it's difficult for you to see Uh, a calm state for your child. So their highs are super high and get out of control and their lows are super low and get out of control. And this is a clear sign that your child is stuck in the meltdown cycle. These are symptoms of the meltdown cycle. Now, when we look at the lows, I talk a lot about the low emotional intensity a lot because a lot of parents think that their child's emotional intensity is due to a mental health disorder or it's due to... um, uh, you know, something else that they need to, that you might need to go find. Like maybe your child is being bullied and they're te- not telling you about that. And while that might be true, those are more rare experiences than 20% of the population. One out of every five is highly sensitive and parents don't know it. So here we talk about w- where you can get stuck as a parent and the fact that if you have five people in your family, and you have a child with extreme intense emotions, odds are they're actually much more likely to be highly sensitive and either misdiagnosed with an anxiety disorder or uh, some other sort of uh, behavior disorder. And really what's, what's going on is that your child's temperament is at play here and there's a mismatch in parenting. So great news. We look at these extreme behaviors like hitting, kicking, screaming, yelling, throwing things, or breaking toys, running away, uh, refusing to participate, shutting down, all of those ineffective behaviors, if they're happening multiple times a day or multiple times a week for children over the age of three, meltdowns over the age of four on a daily basis for sure, or and a multiple times a week basis for Above four, we would say, is uh, none of those behaviors are developmentally appropriate. All right, in that frequency, this is really important when we look at how often they're happening, how long they're lasting. All right, so a meltdown for a four year old age appropriate would be 10 minutes or less. So if your child's having these intense emotional outbursts for longer than that and they're over the age of four, then this is definitely concerning and uh, we want to look at temperament so if your child experiences uh, and notices small details they tend to get tripped up and stuck on those small details then though that is a a temperament trait of the highly sensitive uh, personality however highly sensitive people stuck in the meltdown cycle will get stuck on details and they won't be able to think big picture a regulated highly sensitive child can see the small picture of an experience like the small detail and then also see the vision, uh, the big picture. Highly sensitive people are actually really good at that when they're emotionally regulated. They're not good at that if they don't have the skills to manage their uh, their emotional state. This is why if you're struggling significantly with, with supporting your child and seeing the forest for the trees, uh, you are exhausted right? because it's very likely that you are also lacking skills. What's great is that that doesn't mean that your intuition is off. That your child doesn't need skills. They do need skills, but targeting skills as the only thing that you need to be teaching your child, like being able to notice that they're making mountains out of a molehill, right? Another cliche, um, that their reaction is bigger than it needs to be, telling them to either suck it up or less intensely or less aggressively <laughs> saying something like, hey, buddy, you know, we don't need to be screaming so loud or you don't need to be having such a big tear fest just because you dropped your ice cream on the floor. We happen to have a big old tub of ice cream in the freezer. Let's get some more, right? So when you're trying to help your child calm down and notice that their big emotion isn't matching the gravity of the situation, that is a skill your child needs. However, it is not the way you break out of the meltdown cycle by targeting that skill and focusing on that. So, so what's really going on here? When, uh, when you're working at this from, the, from an ineffective angle, What's important to understand as a parent is that your intuition that your child is missing skills is on your approach is off. Great news. What that means is that you know, we, we have a saying here at MTC. We help parents who we help awesome parents with awesome kids who just need awesome skills. So it's a lot easier to break out of the cycle than you think it is when you focus on uh, the, the proper way to break out of the cycle. Noticing that the meltdown cycle is a is a family dynamic problem. And noticing that the skills start first with you learning skills. So that's why we're talking about playfulness today as a parent. If you're exhausted, it can feel very difficult to get playful with your kid because all you're trying to do is hold down the fort. Now, I'm not talking about physical fatigue all of the time. It is important to understand that if you are a high energy person, say you go on runs, you're exercising regularly, you may or may not feel Uh, that the word exhausted resonates with you. I want you to talk to me about emotional exhaustion. All right, Um, emotional exhaustion is a symptom of the meltdown cycle. And that's what we're going to be focusing on today, because when I'm asking you to to be playful and to communicate playfully with your child, if that feels hard, it's really important to, to notice that there's nothing wrong with you. You're experiencing symptoms of the meltdown cycle. You're not broken, you're not depressed, right? Depression is a symptom of a cycle problem, a family dynamic problem, right? So what do I mean by that? That means that the entire family is missing skills and it's exhausting you as a parent because you're leading the show. So where do you start? You start first with understanding the root of why this is happening for you. We start next by helping you notice that there is a way out. Therefore, you are not broken and neither is your child, Now, let's breathe into that. Isn't that better? (laughs) Just that alone can feel relieving. Now, it's not sustainable without a process. Let's talk about what uh, is necessary next. Your child needs you to feel playful. Um, Your child needs you to be able to get creative and to spark their curiosity into exploring new parts of their life and new ways to handle problems. And This is really important when you think about building resilience, Uh, with our specialty here at MTC, that's what we help parents do. It's so important to teach your sensitive child to be resilient, right? The way you go about it is by learning how to communicate through play, because children only communicate through play. They don't communicate through the English language. Yes, that's right. You might play using the English language, but they're not communicating through the English language. You can talk about a skill set that your kid needs to learn till they're blue in the face. And what happens? You turn blue in the face too, because nobody's learning that way. The human brain for children and adults needs to practice something 20 times playfully in order to learn it 400 times through talk language in order to learn it through repetition only. So repetition is the path to mastery. You can, you can do that. You can absolutely help your child build a skill 400 times. So that means for over a year on a daily basis, helping them take deep breaths when they're upset, for example, a coping skill, right? And you could do that Uh, between you and me and whoever else is listening, though, I have will venture to guess that there is probably something that's going to get in the way of that uh, that will keep you stuck and, and have a hard time. You'll have a hard time being consistent. And so this is why it's really important to turn your process on its head. All right. Your child needs to learn about emotions. Playfully, you're, you need to learn how to teach your child to get curious about change before you start to help them change. And so this is one of the reasons why you're really struggling because many, many, many processes out there will, um, Assume that you as a parent can playfully engage with your child separately from teaching them how to change their behavior. And that is why you are tired, because you have been trying so many different avenues of solving this problem of breaking out of the meltdown cycle, and none of them have been working. And this is really important to pay attention to. So when we think about what's so important in breaking out of this cycle, the Uh, piece that you need to be digesting here is that your child is only going to learn from you if they are curious. They're only going to learn from you if they are feeling a desire to stay engaged emotionally in the conversation. And that conversation can't be a lecture. That conversation can't be with themselves while they're locked in their room or while they're told to stay in their room. Even if you're not locking the door, hopefully you're not locking them in their room. Um, at all, or even sending them to their room. But if you are, if you're using traditional parenting, this is one of the reasons why it's not working. It's not because your kid is stubborn. It's not because your kid is willful or because your child wants to be miserable. No child wants to be miserable. And it's also not because you're not playful. What did I just say? Right? Because if you're only trying to be fun and playful outside of the times that your child needs to learn new behavior, then you are actually just increasing positive experiences with your child, which might make you and your kid feel better for the moment, but it's not going to solve the problem at the root. Your child needs to change their behavior playfully, and they need to play their experiences and what you want to see them do more regularly. So how do we turn this on its head and increase your ability to be playful? When we work directly with parents who are stuck in this mentality, we actually have to help them raise their emotional energy. That means that I have to, we teach our clients how to get curious about their children, to change the way they think about their children, to change the way they perceive their child's capabilities. So you have to dive into understanding the trait and how it presents Uh, within your particular child, you have to dive into how the family dynamic is causing some of these issues. And that helps you forgive your child for their mistakes better. So you stop vilifying your child and you have to stop vilifying yourself, recognizing why you're in this position, what happened, um, and then also uh, what what's going to help you dig out of it. right? And that is uh, learning more about how to change behavior in a playful way. And so the first thing that we're going to talk about today, and our main focus today is really to help you pay attention to shifting out of the uh, belief that you aren't playful or that you can't be playful. All right. So uh, the first thing that I want you to be doing at this point, if you're doing this on your own, is to really start small, pay attention to what you can do playfully in your day, that it doesn't take a lot of effort because if you're working on solving this problem without professional support, we're not seeking drastic rapid change it, 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 without accountability and troubleshooting and a uh, neutral party who's looking at your approach, it will be very difficult to maintain and sustain growth. Um, w- unless you're making small, significant um, and systematic changes. So start there, start small, start to um, playfully brush your teeth, for example, something like that. Next is to schedule it. You need to be able to make sure that you are staying uh, systematic. And again, without a, a point, without appointments to keep, without um, accountability, support, community that's talking about the same thing over and over again, you will need to make sure you put it in your day and you need to schedule it so ensure that you are picking a time to practice being playful and then lastly what i want you to do is uh, remove any distractions that are that's in your way so uh, remove the digital distractions when it's time to spend downtime with your child make sure that that is screen free Uh, you will not be able to learn more about how your child thinks when there is a conduit in between the two of you that you are both giving your attention to whether that be a funny movie Where you're spending time snuggling or uh, a game where you're finding uh, interest in their interests uh, that's not the time to think that you are being playful Um, that is a different way of relating and i'm not a, a screen free parenting coach or expert here i don't um require that of my clients to to completely eliminate screens I do require my clients to know how to stop the screen time, keep limits, and support them in uh, in helping their child break any sort of addictive patterns that they might have engaged in. And that's definitely something that's necessary to break out of uh, when you're looking at improving playfulness because you need the time to be playful with your child. And if they're spending a ton of time on screens, then that will be a barrier. right. So it is important for you to ensure that playfulness happens on a daily basis. Any behavior that you're looking to shift has to happen daily. Uh, It can't be happening weekly. You will not change behavior if you're only focusing on this one out of every seven days in the week. So it will be important for you to ensure that uh, your fear of being silly is broken faster. And to do that, you need to up the pace, up the frequency. All right. So I hope that these uh, principles supported you in noticing what is keeping you stuck and giving you some pretty significant insights into uh, why you are stuck in the first place. Happy to support you in breaking out of the pattern in a more systematic way. And uh, the way that we do that is by booking a call with our team so that we can assess whether or not your family is stuck in the meltdown cycle We can understand where you're, where you're trying to go, what your goals are for your family and why you seem to be stuck in your current, um, emotional intensity in the whole family. And we take a look at what needs to be done to break out of that pattern sustainably to shift that pattern sustainably and give you the option to work with us directly to do that. Now, to learn more about uh, our process, definitely continue to listen to my show, watch my show wherever it is that you're finding me on what platform, and then also uh, make sure that you've taken a look at any of the other resources that we've put out, free masterclass, uh, Facebook group, etc. But if you're ready to break out of this pattern sustainably, then I encourage you to get on the phone with us. I don't know if I'll be able to help your family, but my team can assess whether or not Uh, we can on a conversation because uh, just hearing a little bit of a story in an email or in uh, a Facebook message or or whatever is not going to be enough information for us to understand what the root cause is uh, for your child's behavior and your family's emotional intensity. And uh, a conversation will be important for us to determine if working together is a good fit. So that conversation is free. Uh, and you can have the opportunity to work with us on that very same call. We'll talk to you about that if that is relevant and if we feel like it's a good match, happy to, to speak with you. And, uh, we look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you for joining me on this episode of how to parent your highly sensitive child like a ninja. We release a brand new episode every week. So be sure to click subscribe. If you like what you've heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with us at MTC, here's what I want you to do Next head on over to meganthompsoncoaching.com backslash call and book an appointment with our team. We'll get on the phone for about 60 minutes and we'll get you clarity on where you're stuck in parenting your sensitive child or teen, what your goals are for supporting your child's development. And if we can help you, we'll get you started on knowing exactly what to do to eliminate that meltdown cycle. Eliminating the daily meltdown cycle does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. And we've helped hundreds of clients from all over the world end that cycle in as little as eight weeks. So to see if we can help you do the same, head on over to meganthompsoncoaching.com backslash call. I'm Megan Thompson, and we look forward to speaking to you soon.